All right. I think that we're online. I think we're fully activated. Uh, this is Jason Hunter, and uh, we're here in Mutiny Radio for the third episode of Balanced Breakfast Mission Music. Uh, I am uh, from Great Highway, and I'm accompanied here with my co-host. Maybe we're not online. This is... Uh, yeah. Hard to tell. I got a little, I got a little crackle. This is do, Stephen, do, do, do. co-founder of Balanced Breakfast. Yeah. As, are, my li- are my lines doing liney things on the board? You're, you're good. I, I got a little fuzziness in my voice, but I'm good. I can't really hear myself, but I'll just assume that this is all going really well. You sound good to me. Hooray! Okay, so we have a really special guest uh, in the studio. His name is Robin, and he's uh, from a fantastic uh, indie band called Fellow Vessel. Robin, do you want to say hi? Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show, Robin. Good to be here. Uh, you, you, have, you have kind of a, a new formation of your band. How's that going? It's going great. Um, the, the funny thing was, uh, during our Balanced Breakfast performance on Friday, which was kick-ass, um, it was, yeah, I mean, I, I can talk about that for a long time, but I, we were trying out our new drummer, Blake, and I, in my mind, but even before that show, I was like, yeah, this guy's going to be in fully, so after a few months, or a few, I would say a couple months of trying him out, I decided to, during the show... Uh, announce that he was officially in the band and not even my, my other bandmate knew that. So it was a, it was a nice <laughs> surprise. Yeah. I was like in our newest drummer, Blake and like even Andrew, our, our bassist had no idea. So, um, it made it even more special. I'm sure I was afraid it was going to make his heart rate go up too much and, <laughs> you know, make him screw up. But so what was the decision? Like what, what was the actual moment when you realized that he was, he had made it, that he was in the band? Like, was there a particular um, there were milestones, I would say. I mean, even from the get-go, uh, before we even had our first like tryout practice with him, he went ahead and learned all our songs. I wasn't even expecting that. And then um, as we were going through them, he just he was just getting it. Uh, so it was it it kind of tapered in. It solidified after we played our fir- very first show together the month before Bounce Breakfast, also at Amnesia. So he did a great job and I was like, yeah, I think he's, I think he's ready. That's cool, man. The, uh, what happens when a drummer's heartbeat goes too, too high, like tempo Uh, doubles, like you turn it into like, I think their drums explode right first. That's the first thing that happens. They, they, they do explode. Actually, it's, um, kind of a PSA. I know we're on the radio, so this might be a good time to say it. Drummers do explode. Yeah. Wasn't Uh, that a thing on, uh, wasn't that like a spinal tap thing? Do you remember that movie Spinal Tap where like the drummers keep dying by, by like freak accidents and one of the drummers explodes? Yeah. Wow. This is like, I'm referencing something I didn't even see it. Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many, do you measure your music in BPMs? What, what, where are you hanging out at? Um, BPMs. Yeah. We, um, I mean, we, we stay very true to our recordings. Um, and that was one thing we honored when we were, we were starting to work with a new drummer is we we really hash those out in the studio do you know how many bpms pretty shades is because i do pretty um, shade. i want to say i want to say it's one i mix a few of them up i want to say it's 155 okay let's see my software says 78 so with that with oh that, you got double it one double, 78 yeah. times two math one it's no. he's almost right 150 something Six. Yeah, one fifty-six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were right. 
Yeah, there you go. G- give me another one. How many other ones do you have? I might be able to guess them. Okay. We're gonna, I think we're BPM gonna... quiz should be a regular section on this, that would be, on this show. That would be great. Key? Uh, don't ask me key. BPM quiz. <laughs> I, can, I can ask you key if you want to I should. I should know that, but I don't. That's so modern band to know the, the, the BPM but not the key. That's like so 2019. Yeah. But it's, it's also, like. no, it's like a DJ thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. you have to match them. Yeah. Or else your little lights won't flicker at the it's right. Just, yeah, it's helpful for me. Our automated lighting system that we have won't synchronize with my music. Yeah. What key do you think uh, Pretty Shade is in? Oh, God. Um, it is in... It's in A minor, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My DJ software says C. Oh, A minor is C. The same? Bam. Okay. Music theory. <laughs> yeah, gee, Stefan. God. Gosh. A minor you know, is C. It can together. only be A minor. Oh, God. Get your act together. Get geez. your act together. Yeah, I never, I always have trouble. That's my, my hard thing is um, figuring out uh, whether a, a key is major or minor. Like, you know, because a lot of, a lot of songs have chords in both. So it's like, is this, is this in C or is it in A minor? I'm sure there's a technical, like there's a probably someone who's good, who thinks there's an exact answer to that. Me, I I don't know, man. Well, I think it's supposed to be like whatever, like sort of the root chord is, but sometimes it's hard to figure out what the root chord is in a song when there's like a lot of suspension or it just never like goes home, you know? Yeah. Um, Mm. like our, I I would say, and this is my own opinion, maybe, um, the chorus, it starts with a name minor, but it, it has more of a major feel to it. It's more a beat. So yeah. What is it really, you know? Yeah, that's that's how I that's how I think of it is like whatever whether it feels happy or sad. But I know that's an incredibly incredibly amateur hour on technical way to make music, and yet still here we are. Yeah, both making music and doing it the amateur way. Yeah, forgive us for not using like Dorian scale and all those (laughs) Greek. I was almost gonna say Italian scales, but I think it's Greek. Dorian, whatever the hell, all the other ones. I'd really love to be able to like be one of those um those like uh eastern music guys that can like hear the micro pitches in between oh, yeah. you know what i mean have like you seen the guitar the that have you seen the guitar that has all the micro pitches mm-hmm. in it yeah it's, yeah it's gnarly it looks yeah. fun though yeah what do you want people to do to your music when they listen to you um make love it's <laughs> probably the first one uh uh, figure out where it makes sense in your life. Like if you're, if you're, if you're someone that's working out and trying to do like a marathon or something, it'd be cool to have that in your playlist. Um, hmm. you're help, uh, so helping marathon runners every day, helping people get in shape, um, help people mend their broken hearts, make love. Um, uh, so fellow vessel is mostly a sex and exercise band. It pretty much. Saying. Or like if you, uh, exercise. if you're like, you, you have to beat someone up for beating Who you fights. up earlier. It's like a revenge mm-hmm. fight. Like yeah. uh, some of our songs might be good for that. You know, it's one of the things I really liked about, I, I was listening to your stuff on the way over and, uh, uh, I was, I was enjoying how it sort of straddles the line. It feels like it's like, um, cause, cause like when I was in high school, I listened to a lot of like, um, like power pop and like nineties, like pop rock. And then, and then in the, in the aughts, I kind of transitioned into like, you know, more like indie rock, like more edgy. Uh, like I went from like, you know, smashing pumpkins or, or founds of Wayne or something into like broken social scene. And, you know, it's more, more tragic, like Decemberists and stuff like that. And I like, I like how your band sort of feels like it's like living in the middle between those two. It's like not quite pop, it's like less pop than pop, but it's also less 
uh, edgy indie rock than like average edgy indie rock. Does that make any sense? That's a really, that's actually a very accurate way of interpreting us because it, as we're, as we're working our songs, there's a pocket, definitely there's a pocket Mm -hmm. that we want to kind of sit in. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like that. Um, in one form or another where we don't want to be too much on the poppy side, but we want to be, we want to be able to get in your head. So there's a little bit of that psychology there, but also there's gotta be something a little bit weird and not on, on the same line. Yeah. So you want it to be like catchy, but also a little, a little eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. At least a little bit as much as we can. Um, am I, am I the only one who accidentally says pretty shades or is it like, I like, am I in a club? Well, that sounds like a very, yeah, like pretty shades, like someone's in the club with their, like, you know, their future's so bright, they got to wear glasses indoors. You no, I mean, like, shades. I accidentally keep say, calling your song Pretty Shades, and I'm wondering if I'm alone in that, or if you keep hearing Pretty you Shades. You mean the plural? Yeah. And Instead of the shade. singular? Pretty shade. Pretty shade. Pretty shade, not Pretty Shades. I'm sure, I feel like it's happened. When you sing you Pretty Shade them? over and over again, though, you sing the singular, right? Not the plural. Do you ever say shades in the... I think... Oh, I can't, my gosh. Now I can't even remember. That is... You're going to you're gonna make me explode <laughs> now. I don't even... Pretty... Yeah. Is, well, here's the thing. So, it's Pretty Shade is on my mind. So, yeah, I may not shades. put... Th- 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 sometimes it will come off as plural because it's mm. Pretty Shades is on my... Pretty yeah, Shades yeah, on yeah. my mind. That's probably why I'm saying pretty that's, shades. That's exactly yeah. it. Because yeah. as I saw it written, I was like, pretty shade is what I meant. But I've been saying pretty shades. Despite that, I still give you a low research grade. D, D yeah. minus, unfortunately. I'm, I'm, I mean, Sorry, man. You're yeah. really on thin ice with this that. podcast. It's going to be me by myself pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, pretty. why was Pretty Shade picked as the music video? And, and tell us about that music video. Um. Yeah. At the time, I'm trying to think. I think we shot that at the end of, oh man, I should know my dates. I'm going to be like a year off. I'm pretty sure that came out even before our EP came out. So mm-hmm. at the time, the two songs that were even released was Pretty Shade, which we debuted with when we, we went public in April 2017. Yeah. And then that summer sequel. So between the two, um, we had a feeling Pretty Shade was going to stick. Um, and it's it's still like pretty heavily leaned on as like, you want to get submerged in what we're doing. Listen to Pretty Shade. Yeah. So we came up. We, we I, I had a feeling it was going to be Pretty Shade. Sequel is more of a, a summer song. Then um, we've been. I've been talking to one. Of, I was talking to one of my buddies from LA, who's a really good uh, filmographer named Eugene. Uh, Eugene Lee. So he's been. He did a lot of work with some of our friends. So we were talking to him for a while, and it took probably about a month to even really plan it. Then we all just got into a van, drove down to L.A. Uh, we we used Pure Space to find a nice loft to shoot the music video in. And it it was a little bit of a challenge because we, we had to be really quiet while we were shooting it. We didn't know that. We were actually all kind of upset about it. But So the, the funny joke, the funny thing about the video is watch our drummer, Max, uh, our oh, drummer at the time. Yeah. He has to play softly. <laughs> Oh, and interesting. If you watch him, you you can tell he's actually making hits. Really, he has to be a little quiet. Um, wow, that that must have been extra challenging because that's not like a soft, subtle uh, beat in that song. Like it's a yeah. it's a power, you know, kind of pop rock beat. Yeah, and it was funny. You know, it's totally true. And like when you'd watch him, like man, that's you hit it way. Hard. I know you hit it way harder than yeah, that. Yeah. So if you compare the, if you compare the live videos of us to that, yeah. it's like man, he's playing like a jazz song, <laughs> like a really mellow one. You know, that's um, fascinating. 
All right. So let me ask you a, let me ask you a genre. We'd like to talk about genres on this show. I think that's like one of our themes. That's another thing I thought didn't exist. Genres. I thought genres are going out with well, dubstep. It's like, I, sh- I feel like genres are, are pretty useless to anyone except musicians and people who are running podcasts. And people that want to put people in boxes. <laughs> At which point it becomes very interesting. But Stop then trying like, to trap me. So my, so maybe it's not a genre question, but more just like a style. Let's say style. Because style is universal, right? Like you always have a style. So, like, at, you've you've been doing, you've done the EP, you've done a music video, you've done a lot of shows. Do you ever, um, do you ever crave like, you guys have have figured out, like you said, a pretty good window of like what your music is supposed to sound like, right? You have that. You called it the pocket. Like, do you ever just wake up one day and you're like, God, I just want to start over and be like a, a dubstep electronic musician, or I want to do country, or I want to like go totally acoustic folk, or or is it like, is it is that like you know sustainable for you to do this for you know a long time? Um, I would say yes. It's it's even more. Well, we're we're taking like right now we're working on new songs, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a change of musical direction. Yeah. Um, and even for like my my opinion, bands that are less than five years old, like we are, they, it's a, the chances of that kind of paradigm shift wouldn't happen this early. Yeah. Um, Right. But I mean, we're taking, we're taking a little bit of risks with our new songs. I'm, I'm trying to push the envelope and do a little bit more shreddier stuff without going and there's kind of this inside joke with Stefan and I that (laughs) when, when, when we were playing our first show, I, I was like, really excited we were talking about the band and i was mentioning how i didn't want to become like a prog band anything but prog rock (laughs) like and so what is prog rock so this is another one i don't really understand that i'm gonna call it i'm gonna i'm gonna i might upset somebody when i say this but it's when you um my perspective about it prog rock is like progressive it's it's post rush post who else would fall and like i mean rush is the main one i can think of but and then more on the metal side, like Dream Theater, it's yeah. it's bands that cr- create these pieces that are like pieces. Mm-hmm. It's almost like theater where, no pun intended with the Dream Theater, but it's a longer song. There's yeah. different parts. It evolves. Mm-hmm. It changes. It's like almost like telling a story, but with a song. So like ep- sort of epic feel to it. Like. Epic feel, um, a lot more emphasis on being technical than than being relatable. I feel like yeah. I feel like when you were explaining it to me, you were like, I just don't need like the guitarist to like spend five minutes masturbating on his guitar, just like making all these noises <laughs> and like going that. on for like forever, and he gets his little solo, even though that te- 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 technically would be you, but yeah. still. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time we had a second guitarist, but it was just a way. I didn't want to do this thing where I. Just just want to prove I can shred or I can prove that I can play guitar really well or guitar masturbation as you. Yeah. I, or I think you that's even the most concise and probably the most appropriate way to say it. Yeah. Um, so go, relating back to what I was saying is we're working on these new songs and I'm, I am trying to be a little bit more instrumental, but I still want to stay in my pocket. So that's yeah. probably it. And I'm, I don't want to get too eccentric. Yeah. But I also want to get a little bit more eccentric. And you want to get a little harder, you said? You said shreddier, so like louder and more driving and uh, aggressive? Or I think, has it been getting more aggressive? I would say it hasn't been getting more aggressive. Um, it's it's probably... Is that me? Jesus. Jeez, Robin. Oh, Jesus. Like, we got Jesus in the studio. Big picture. Yeah, even Jesus is startled. Yeah. I'm pissed that, that you didn't turn off me. your phone. I know. It was on vibrate, too. Um... Uh, like pretty shade compared to our, the rest of our catalog is a little bit less on that, um, 
good old fashioned like alternative rock style. Yeah. And we wanted to bring more of that eccentricness that Pretty Shade had. I always forget about alternative rock. Like yeah. nobody ever uses that term anymore. But I don't. I, I alternate between I alternate between alt rock <laughs> and indie rock. So yeah. and I don't indie really rock. know. I mean, it feels like alt rock almost evolved in indie indie rock. But I I'm I don't yeah. who makes the rules about these genres at this yeah. point. I think it's harder now too because it's like we don't have CD stores anymore, and there aren't like you know physical labels accompanying you know, like a row of, of music and there's so much music. So, um, it, I think it just used to be easier to pigeonhole like a smaller subset of bands that had physical media that you were selling in a store. And now like everything's digital and everything's online and there's just like millions of musical groups out there all, all like fusioning all the things together, you know? Um, so it's like, and now I know it's really big to like, um, Stefan likes to talk about the elevator. I'm surprised you haven't asked him the elevator pitch question. <laughs> like, like you have a minute in an elevator with yeah. the CEO of Sony or whatever it is. And, uh, how would you describe your music or like, how would you sell it to him? That would be the most, I, I could say that, but man, would I sound cocky? <laughs> I would definitely sound cocky, but you, you there's a All right, little, give us your elevator pitch. Well, um, all right, young man, you're in a band. Why should we sign you? Tell me about <laughs> I don't fellow. Know you. Tell no. me about fellow vessel. I need an adult. No. Um, <laughs> well, we're this kick-ass rock trio mm. from the San Francisco Bay Area that um, can hold down the soulfulness of bands like Young the Giant, but still bring the energy of the the heavier hitters like Kings of Leon. That was pretty good, actually. I'm going to, I'm going to buy, I'm I'll buy, buy it. In. I'll buy it. Six year, sale. six year deal, five albums deal. So um, what do I sign? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I think that's the, other, that's the other reason why genres are going away is because now what you have is that every band just has a, like a, who, who we listen to or what our influences are. And that becomes more important in the conversation than like, what's our genre quote unquote. Right. Yeah. Um, even with, I mean, Instagram and the social media stuff, which became this component that, um, of being a musician that I'm, I'm, I'm cynical about, but I think you have to, you have to embrace it. Especially, yeah. I have to especially say that around Stefan, <laughs> you know, uh, you no, have to I'm... embrace it. Branding is a thing, Yep. you know? And, um, part of that is if you're going to try to find who you're, who you want to reach to, you have to, you have to look into yourself and then look at yourself from the outside. And one yeah. of the things I like, for instance, I love Young the Giant, and I didn't want us to be necessarily like, "Hey, we're, we're trying to sound like Young the Giant." Yeah, I couldn't avoid it. It was so funny. I I can't avoid, and I I was almost trying to for a while, but I realized I can embrace it. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. You, you it's okay to be compared, and because yeah. those people that like that band will probably like you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think too, like when you're first starting a musical group, I know I found this was true you have to just play and um, get people in front of your music and then kind of find out what your genre is a little bit. Cause whatever you think it is, is probably a little left of that. It's like something a little different. And, and I know in the first year I used to like quote influences that was like, and people would be like, no, you don't sound anything like that too. <laughs> you know, because they were just things I liked. It wasn't thing. It was things that like were in my head. But then when I would play, 
It's not like I sounded exactly like that. Right. And then there'd be some other band that was kind of more ancillary in my, like in my peripheral view that someone would say, Oh, you sound just like that though. And I, and you know, at first you resist that because you're like, no, no, I'm supposed to sound like this other guy. But then I think eventually you like, you, you know, you find your stream and you swim in it and you like, you kind of get it. All of the above has happened. Uh, and (laughs) in the good thing is we, cause we'll get some, like, we'll get some, random comparisons that or or groups I don't even really listen to and then I'll listen to them and uh one of the bands I was actually on another friend's uh uh podcast radio station uh on BFFM Mm -hmm. with Alvy on the I think it was called Bird I think his show's called Bird Flu and he he always brings these new every time I was on it twice and he would bring up these bands that we would remind him of yeah and one band was called uh Dredge I, th- I believe it's called dredge and it was a band I never heard of. So after the show, I listened to them. Like I kind of see it, but I liked them. Yeah. And the, and the thing is I haven't gotten a comparison. I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Aren't, aren't they a little, a little metal? Um, dredge, or am I wrong? I, uh, the, the few songs I was hearing was, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went more metal in general. The songs I heard were very, very rock forward, but had melodic guitar and vocal qualities to it. Hmm. Yeah. This is another thing I struggle with is like, when does metal, when's, what's the gateway? Like when is metal metal? Cause I've heard Kick a drum. lot of like, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's yeah. the, yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. But I think it's also the way it was mastered. So if it's not doing that, but it, but the, but the guy's still screaming, like, is it just hard rock or some other kind of, you know, yeah, you know, I, I know what bands would fit with that question. Um, um, I would kind of, cons- I would kind of say that with uh, Royal Blood, yeah, a little bit, and yeah. then um, what's that other band? I love the heavy stuff too. Um, and then I feel like a lot of there's also a lot of bands that are trying to do um, albums. I feel, even like in the nineties, I feel like bands were trying to throw some metal in, you know, but not like they weren't metal bands. They were like rock bands that would just like go metal for like a song or something, especially if they were doing like a big album or like a double album or something, they'd be like, all right, this is our metal. This is our token metal song. And then suddenly the guy's screaming and the, the drums are, you know, and then like the next song is like some sweet ballad, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, in the way kind of the, the, the way of thinking with the different songs is cause we don't, we try to not follow a template, um, as much as possible. Our, our yeah. songs I would say are pretty different, but they maybe dynamically, not so much. And with a show, it, it feels like it's, it's like DJing when you're playing a show, your set list is going to want to reflect how you, the kind of dynamic journey you want to put the audience through. So yeah. yeah, like writing, doing like a full metal song could, could work somewhere. Yeah. Right. But fold by like a really, really like ballady song. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so, the, the definition, I don't, I wouldn't know, yeah. you know, metal is, I think it's, if you're part of a particular scene and you get played with these certain groups a lot. All right. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you tough questions. All right. Favorite song. What's your, what's your favorite song? You, so do you write, do you write most of the music or all the music? Yeah. What's yeah, your favorite? What's I, your favorite? I feel of like yours? That's not even mean. Cause it's like, he's, he's got like an entire, yeah. I always narrow it down. I said, like, I panic. Favorite, favorite Bay when Area people band. people ask me that. Like favorite Bay Area band. Cause then he has like, favorite really other band Bay that's area. not theirs. 
It's like Bay Area, yeah. Yeah, favorite Bay Area. Then he's like really on the spot. If he gets to be like favorite whatever band, then it's like oh, an entire catalog. Well, he has to, to choose he has from. To say Great Highway because I'm in the room. Stefan. <laughs> uh, but that's why he's that's why it's the hot. Great Highway is favorite awesome. DJ Stefan Aronson. <laughs> yeah, favorite ever. Oh. Favorite radio show. You guys are putting words in my mouth here. No, I want to no. know. I want to talk about his music. Okay, yeah, both so then. that's that's a good question too. Both but then. let's huh? Both. Then. Yeah. All right. Favorite, so all time favorite Bay Area. What's your favorite Bay Area band that's not you? And not me <laughs> um, and not DJ Stefan. I'd yeah. say right now it's life size models. Um, and the feeling, it feels pretty mutual. We're, uh, we got some, we got some bromance going on with those guys. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're probably going to go on a date and the date is like a show, you know, yeah, that that's sexy. You, you're going to make sweet band love. We're going to make sweet stage. band love. Uh, if they're listening, yeah, we're, we're always, you know, we've been, we've been talking for a while about shows, mm-hmm. you know, setting pictures in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, that's hot. It is, and to, that goes back to why we why we make music. <laughs> yeah. So you can go on band dates. To, no, it's um, love making, and uh, when you train for marathons mm-hmm. and whatever other things we were saying earlier. I wish that there were more band crushes in the Bay Area. I feel like it's a little lean on that compared to like other music who's, towns. What? Who's your band crush? Well, you know, I'm mostly I'm like un, I'm an, I'm in an unrequited love space. I I love more bands I think than than love me, and I'm, I'm not saying that because I'm low self confident, but I I kind of my genre is a little a little out there. I feel like, so I like I like other bands that are electronic and a little sadder than me, but I don't think they like me because I'm happier than them and they like sad stuff. So like New Spell. Okay. Oh, and, I love uh, New Spell. We played I a show with them. New Spell. Yeah. Um, I total, cr- total, total, uh, musical crush on them. Um, but like, I don't, I don't think she looks at me and goes like, Oh man, their music is so good. Cause we're a little too like boppy and like dancey. You know? Well, there's other nice people in your band. Maybe she looks at one of the other people in your band and is like, Oh my gosh, I love their music. Wait, uh, that they, wait, say it again. Well, so, you, you said that, um, Leanne from new spells, not yeah. looking at you and being like, Oh my gosh, I love Jason's music. So maybe yeah. she's looking at one of your bandmates be. because they're also really that's cool. True. Yeah. And that's saying, true. Oh man. Yeah, I and love we all write music. Their music. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, so now, now my more important question than <laughs> Stefan's question. Um, I know I wrecked that whole thing. I, so here's how I'll, I'll, for me, I have like a, f- when people ask me like, what's your favorite great highway song? I struggle because I have like a, f- I have favorite songs in different categories. Like what's my favorite song that I produced in terms of production, I think is the best or what's like the best written or what's the best performed. So, uh, is it the same for you? And what is, is there one song that's like your standout song and that and like on your new EP, for example? Uh, that's a good question. And I, I, I would say I do something similar there. I, I haven't been like, Hey, if you have to listen to one song, yeah. I haven't had the easiest time saying, pick this one song. Yeah. Um, uh, so for instance, when we got on, um, and this was probably because of Stefan here, but when we got on the top 20 bands of the Bay area for, uh, 2018 oh, yeah, on, that. on, uh, on broadcast Stewart's blog, mm-hmm. um, he picked, uh, you know, he picked power of silence and I get different answers from people. I've heard people say pretty shade. Yeah. I've heard people say sequel, um, power mm-hmm. silence has taken, has taken the win. And then some bands really liked in the morning the most. That's my favorite. Yeah. I was wondering if, yeah. Would say that. Um, That's and, my and like our friends from like Texas, uh, shadow of Wales who played the bounce Bre- breakfast, uh, showcase in Austin when we were out there for South by, um, yeah, I mean, my, my homie Jeremy who plays bass in that band, he did a, he 
did a Instagram video cover of in the morning on the acoustic and it's like, yeah, it's really interesting to see mm-hmm. what's people's favorites myself. Um, I don't know if I have one because I, I tried to make them different. Yeah. You know, um, pretty shades up there. Yeah. Um, I think in the morning had more interesting parts to it, but yeah, I, I really, it's a hard question for me to answer in the morning. the one that gets in my head and I feel like it's, it strikes that balance. I like of like being where it's like, it's sort of pop, but it's melancholic a little bit. It's like a little, like just kind of, you know, like makes you feel a little bit like wistful. Um, I don't know what it's about though. I was trying to figure it out. I was, I see you have that line. Like, I don't believe what is it? I don't believe that we're getting older, right? You don't believe in building a legacy. So what are you singing about in that song? Just like being young or. Yeah. Well, it's this, um, the, and I would say this is a theme for the band. Um, this is really, um, one of my biggest battles is I don't want to live a template lifestyle. Yeah. So my day job, and this is like, it's not supposed to exist. I'm supposed to be just a musician, but I'm an engineer and I, I one day woke up in fear that I was just going to be doing this and I won't have pursued music and which has been a passion of mine since I was 12. I have like literally no other hobbies. I don't play video games. I'm not into sports, fortunately. Um, so pretty, or uh, not appreciate in the morning. It's, it's kind of about a time where, um, I was around people. Um, and it's not just like one person, not like a significant other at the time, but people that were coming of age, they're, they're out of college and they were, they were afraid, like they, they were afraid of, of not meeting all these requirements that have been pressured on them to meet, you know, having a job, getting Mm -hmm. married, having that white picket fence, so to speak, which is impossible in the Bay area now. But, (laughs) um, so that line, it's, it's, it's talking about, we, we don't have to, we don't have to grow up as much Mm. as people make you feel like you have to. Yeah. So that's generally what the song's about. I think it's, I think it's really great to, to meet for me. It's really great to meet bands that are singing about something that deep and like reflecting on life and writing about life. Cause I feel like it's like, at least in the pop world, it's all like, you know, love songs and, and very vague lyrics. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes a good tool in songwriting, but when it gets so vague, it's relatable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I want, uh, so you're, you, are you playing, is he playing, are you playing for us? Are you playing, is he playing, are you going to play? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, I was instructed to bring the guitar. So I, I think you should play the, uh, a song and then if it's not the song that I've just been talking about, I want to then play the studio version of that. But if it is that song, I want to hear that live. And I feel so like I, that's your I feel like I should play you in the morning. I wasn't planning on it, but I will. I think you should. I will. I really, really want to hear it. Yeah. When someone in the room likes that one the most, I'm going to have to do it. It's officially requested. Yeah. Uh, what's a song that we can uh, cue up to give you some setup time? I think Power of Silence would be kind of, that's not the, the first one people would try to listen to on like six Spotify. I think that might be a good one. Okay. Power of Silence. Yeah. You know those wooden giants. The mighty trees Dancing on the tallest mountains 
You're going to play us something live, and and it's going to be um, what I want because I'm basically the dictator here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, introduce this song for us. I know we've already talked about it, but give us a little like blurb, the 60 second elevator pitch. All right. Um, it's not night, but it's in the morning. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Nailed it. Yeah. Song's cold in the morning. Should I just go for it. Go I for it. I think you're onto something. I think I am. Here we Is go. It? Yeah. See how it translates. <laughs> the rest of my band's not here right now. My own remorse is on your mind. You're feeling time. Take its course Come with me You will be fine Choose my words more Carefully Carefully I don't believe that we're getting older You don't believe we feel this legacy
Awesome, love it. Yeah, very cool. I'm loving it. I think, I think, I love, I really like your voice in that song. I feel like you, it hits this, the main chorus hits your sweet spot. Do you write like when you must, you probably, you must be one of those bands where you think a lot about like the exact key to like get your voice like right in that range. Yeah. Um, yeah. Song, yeah, keys for songs have changed. Um, yeah. There was a pocket, or not, like, well, pocket too. Um, there was like, I think the key originally was shifted like half a step lower, but it got awkward in some spots. So we kind of changed it to um, obey the voice a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So bands, that's kind of a tip. Um, not that I'm like an <laughs> expert, but even if you, the instrumentals are in a certain key, you got to question the key for the singer's sake. Yeah, you yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Yeah, and I like how like when you go high at the end, you got kind of a kind of a good like little like slightly scratchy rod stewardy kind of thing going on that's yeah. it's like it's working thank you um i want to cover that song we'll, we'll talk about that and i will share it are we talking band love now yeah i'm oh, falling man. in love with him that song you think it needs some saxophone <laughs> i hadn't even thought about that i would yeah. love to get saxophone on a song man yeah yeah no it'd be cool i what song was i well there's bands that just that really rock it with, I mean, like you guys definitely rock it. I, do, you, do you guys have, I don't remember. You guys don't have a guitar in your, in there is a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, the reason you don't remember him is cause that stage is so freaking tiny. They were hiding he stood behind on the me. side. Yeah. yeah. Behind you. Yeah. Well, and we don't have a, we don't have a drummer and the drum set that, um, was brought in is like taking up like half of that stage. So basically it was just like, it was just like us forming a U around this drum set, you know, like trying to like wedge ourselves in around it. We got lucky because we're just a three piece. But yeah. the funny thing is when we played there, we played there a month ago and there are there are still other limits. Like you can't jump on that stage. No, I jumped in. the. No. <laughs> I was no. jumping one of our songs and our, the sim, one of the hi-hat stands just like fell over. Yeah. And then I <laughs> the. The drummer and the bassist kept Andrew and Blake kept it going, and then I had to stop for a second, run up, pick it up, and then start off or you know play from where we left off. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. For our listeners, we are of course talking about Amnesia, which is a it's a fantastic club, and the sound system is awesome. But yeah, just like like legendarily tiny stage. I'm not sure, but I feel like it's the smallest stage of any like major club in san francisco that indie bands play at i can't think of a smaller like there's like it, el yeah, rio and it stuff beats, but. it beats hotel utah <clears throat> hotel utah is a pretty small one too. hotel utah's small but it's like more small in terms of the audience space the the stage yeah. itself is still like Kinda a large. little it's a little wide or longer a little wider and longer yeah I yeah think. the piano gets in the way a little bit oh hotel yeah utah but sometimes piano. they take it off oh that helps yeah um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So yeah, I want to cover it. I want to, um, yeah, I was gonna say interesting about that. Um, two things first, um, Alvy's tuning in and he, he says, hi, What's up, man? Hey. uh, second thing, the, the festival did go so well that the booker invited us back for like a monthly residency and oh, fascinating. There's a lot to consider about that. It's like, yeah. um, how do you do a monthly residency? and still keep the festival special. Mm. How do you do a monthly residency and make it financially viable and not just work? 
and right. and what's the goal of each month like like okay um how cool would that to be have a little a little bit of control of like the the sound that's coming out in the mission but like yeah. what's the actual goal well you could have themes like every every month you could have a a like a, a genre or a or a charity or some kind of message or some point you know like where you could say this like this month's theme is x you know i agree yeah. with the genre part um yeah having a theme would be cool and then also you can pair that with like facebook live feed or something like that where people know you know people can tune in i don't know how that if there's ever going to be some kind of pay to watch kind of deal but you know there's yeah i mean i'm sure you'll get creative anything is possible it's it's are you going to do it opportunity bottom line um, are you gonna do it you gonna do it we'll talk yes. about it offline do it? Yes. yeah we'll talk yes. about it yeah. yes we'll talk about it <laughs> it seems like it seems like a good idea but i i just told you like mm. those are my fears how to keep how like yeah. how to keep every month special yeah because that is a balanced breakfast goal it can't just be a show it needs to be something special yeah yeah and um yeah. i mean it's like and then i guess the other angle is how to get sponsorship so so for example um uh, we we had uh, Bandigo sponsor the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was extremely helpful because then um, their presence helps them. It also educates bands. Then they 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 get to meet bands. Bands get to meet them. There's a there's a there's that thing we talk about that there's so many companies here that should be pairing with artists. Right. If we can get artists, if we can get bands or band or companies like bandigo and and other organizations involved in the show then i'm like ooh, Mm. and then i see something Mm -hmm. good yeah Um, do you think you'd get sponsorship for every would the sponsorship change month to month or would there be like a constant you know company that's just always i guess my goal is like in looking for sponsorship uh looking for companies that bands wouldn't be upset that the show was like made possible by such mm. and such mm-hmm. brand. That, so like, Walmart, uh, I'm thinking, uh, only in uh, Walmart. I mean, they te- sell, they sell, I mean, the problem <laughs> is with Walmart. That's actually a good one. Gas, <laughs> yeah. gas sponsorship, gas sponsorship. The problem. Yeah. It's like Walmart sells music. Even if it is edited, I was trying to come up with things that people would be upset by. I was being, yeah. I was being I, ironic. I knew what you meant, but I mean, they still sell My music, humor is so. sleepy because it's really dark in this yeah. corner. I told you, you're going to eventually have to take this. Wait, over. If, if people don't know, we turned the lights off on that corner so we could put more <laughs> lights on Robin. Cause we're going Facebook live it's right now. Very, very dark in my area. Yeah. This is why you commented in the last couple episodes that it was so dark at the end. Yeah. And I was kind of like, it's not that bad, not that but bad. I was sitting where you're sitting in the spotlight. <sighs> yeah. Well, so, um, yeah. What, uh, do you, more from Robin? Yeah. Do you want to play another, uh, another acoustic jam? Sure. Yes. Um, do we queue up sequel or it doesn't matter. Can we, have you? You, we, you get to play it, whatever you want. Oh, the power is in my hands. Well, I hope you enjoyed it in the morning. That was for you, man. <laughs> Um, let's do, let's try a new song or do I not yet? Not yet. Do sequel. This one's called sequel. This was, uh, we, we released this one in our first year. It was our like summer. We wanted it to be our summer anthem, uh, road trip song. So if you're going on a road trip anytime soon, doesn't matter where, put this on your playlist. You might like it. Here we go.
I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Um, is that so? When you write a song, is that how? Uh, is that how you start? Like you sit with an acoustic guitar. How do you write? Um, like, is this the first? Ver- is this the first version of songs? 
actually you know for this one it was um this song was written by by me and our uh, our former guitarist kevin this was probably back in like 2013 or 14 yeah uh it was acoustic i think we wanted it we knew it was going to be like a full band song and then we didn't really work on it for years yeah. and brought it back when when we we got the band started so that one yes um other ones probably it was they're usually written on the electric Okay. And I'm usually like mic'd up in a PA system. I have my guitar mic'd up and I'm just like running through ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still start with a rhythm though? Like a rhythm guitar? Or are you like playing more lead stuff or? Um, you're going to see more lead stuff. Um, yeah. It's been different per song. Like Blinders was a very riffy song. Yeah. Um, chorus riffy, theme. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's more, more appreciated stuff. Um, playing notes individually courses are usually the the strummy stuff but um it's been different from song to song yeah would you say would you say you come into it uh with lyrics or with a good with a guitar first or with drums first or what comes first always guitar guitar and yeah then that's add, pretty then consistent add. so you come up you just come up with like a lick before you have any words yeah um words are always last um that's interesting and the reason being is um deep down inside i i relate i feel i've always felt like a guitarist i think that was yeah. my role i haven't been singing for that long in my like i guess length of time of being a musician i i started playing guitar when i was 12 i didn't start singing until i was maybe 21 I'm oh 20, wow i'm 28 now and i i didn't really start singing till later how come did you did you feel like you couldn't sing or were you like self-conscious or you just didn't want to um, I didn't want to for the longest time. And then, um, honestly, later on, it was, it was like, man, it'd be so much freaking easier to make music if I could sing. It really came, <laughs> it really came from convenience. Yeah. So then I tried to hack it out. I was awful right away. You ha it's no one is just out the door. I mean, some people are naturally good at singing, but you do have to practice it and you, yeah. you have to get past that, like putting your headphones on and micing yourself up everyone hates their own voice right when they start recording it the oh, first yeah. time. Yeah. And then you have to just, just work with it. Like it yeah. will come out. It's not something that you, you just are born with. You, you do, you, you can work on it and get better at it. You know, it's really interesting. I, I hated my, uh, my singing voice definitely when I started and, uh, it came out the most in, yeah. And like when I was doing studio recordings and I got used to that, uh, first, I feel like before I got used to, my speaking voice and it's actually been this radio show has actually made me like really self-conscious about my speaking voice. <laughs> I'm, I'm not self-conscious at all about my singing voice anymore. I was like six years ago, That's but, funny. but now I'm like hearing a lot more of myself from, yeah. cause I'm editing these things and That's it's like, true. it's like, Oh, I don't, I'm not nearly as sexy when I'm just talking. I, I was talking to someone and they, and they were like, I wish, I wish I had a deep voice like you to me. And I was like, I don't think I have Sorry, it. Sorry, I don't think That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think I have a deep voice. Like, no, you have, but you are like a lower, I think you're like a baritone. You don't, you don't sing, right? Or do you? No. Yeah, you'd be, I mean, you'd I be lower. Tried. Right? He, I tried. I think you should. Your timber is lower. I think you gave up on that too soon, man. Like maybe I'll come back around. Because your, your bio, singing? your bio, I, I think, I forgot what, I think it was on, on Broadcast Stewart. It yeah. says, it says that 
you don't know how to play an instrument or sing, blah, 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 but you like musicians. Yeah, you're very insistent on that, like this idea that you're not a musician. And meanwhile, you spend all your time with musicians. You (laughs) DJ all the time. You like, you have all these, you have like, you're well curated with what you like and don't like. And I have a plan, and I'll put this into the atmosphere. (laughs) So, um, um, we're interviewing Stefan now. Yeah. Yeah. So my friends, um, (laughs) Reed Fox and, and, uh, his girlfriend is in Bun Bun. They're in a, project they DJed after our, our yeah. set yeah and they, oh yeah those guys were cool they were hilarious those two were, those two were awesome they are doing exactly what I was thinking about doing I want to write really silly songs about doing normal things like mm-hmm. they were singing about um, how much they love LaCroix and yeah. like yeah. they were singing songs about like eating um, uh, what kind of food was it it was like e- eating food off your chest and I was just like yeah Man, I want topical write, shit basically. Yeah, I want to write dance songs <laughs> that are auto-tuned and they're just about normal things I do. Like yeah, you should. Like I don't know, like the dance song about about um, going grocery shopping. That's relatable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I want it to be a dance song, and I'd be like, I'm I'm looking for the pokey. I'm looking for the pokey. I think we're in an age where like people just aren't listening. That like they're not listening to the lyrics yeah. as much. I think it's yeah. like this is the age where like people fall in love with what it sounds like first. But I think we, we should take a quick moment and say, Stefan, don't give up on that dream. <laughs> yeah. I, I I wouldn't. It's I would a good time. I would dance that. You know what? And it would be cool because every time I'd go to the grocery market, yeah, I would be i would be gigging man all right so then yeah. i guess we have to like meet back here in in a couple of weeks you bring your saxophone i'll mm-hmm. bring my vocals and oh we're all starting this band together i didn't I, realize that guys it's happening it's a skrillex thing you got my official side project it's a lot of sampling <laughs> it's a dubstep yeah. dance you know yeah, it's produce, marshmallow skrillex. produce band yeah you know what's good about like writing songs about Lacroix and stuff is just right back to sponsorship yeah it's the theme of this episode it's like the best way yeah you've already written the jingle and all you need for them is like buy-in you yeah. know just gotta get it to work yeah this next one's called LaCroix and it's sponsored by LaCroix and Natural. there you go Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LaCroix is it LaCroix I, I thought it was La, La, LaCroix 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 and Stefan likes to drink LaCroix but it would have to be it would have to be that but <laughs> You could do a, you could do a, a, like a rap where you just do all the flavors, you know, like he'll, he'll hold down like a guitar, like a constant chord. We'll have a beatbox. I'll beatbox. Yeah. And then you just go raspberry lemon. Yeah. Key lime uh, pie. They yeah. key lime, a key lime pie one. Did they? Oh, yeah. God, it's I bet actually that's pretty freaking good. delicious. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody's favorite LaCroix flavors. I didn't think I liked LaCroix until we had these hot days, like last mm. week or the week before. Yeah. And I was so thirsty, and someone was like, here's a LaCroix. And I was yeah. like, ah. <laughs> oh, hey. Hmm. And there's not the that, commercial. Not that bad. There's yeah. the commercial. Sponsor us. We're not drinking any. None of us are having any drinks right now. But our future... Our future auto-tuned um, dance band will have that. Can you do like green screen? A can- like, can you get like a green can and then post, say, "Hey, we can, you know, superimpose your your drink onto this can." <laughs> get- that's a that's a feature yeah. actually. Product placement. Something there gets digitally added in. Yeah, something there. Whoever the highest bidder. Good. Yeah, hit us up. 
um i think we have time for one more song yeah yeah we do one more live song before it gets so dark in here that i can't see who i'm talking i wonder if i can adjust you start talking i'm gonna see if i adjust these lights so that even robin's lit up better okay um robin what uh what would you like to play for what would you like to play us out with the the perfect segue pretty shade hey there you go (laughs) nice guys ready we're ready we're ready all right here we go pretty shade
Nice. Yeah. Thank you guys. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. No, this has been this has been a pleasure, honestly. Yeah. It's been a fun show. Nice chill time. Um, do you have any? Uh, what's your next uh, upcoming show? Where can people see you? Anything coming up? Um, actually, we just finished it for the year. I'm yeah. in the middle of getting that together. Yeah. But South yeah. by Southwest 2020. Yeah, we'll wait till then. <laughs> it'll be. It'll probably be a San Francisco show. I yeah. know. I'm trying to convince them it's a good idea. It's a. It is a good idea. Um, it's to do a good the balance. It's a good idea. Showcasing? There's no, yeah. you know what? I got nothing to say about it. Bad. You know, it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> it, it was an amazing experience. Actually, Stefan and I were in the same hotel room out there. Literally, we were in the same bed. We were. Yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't sure how how, <laughs> how much you wanted. To say. Yeah, we were in the same bed. But it all fits because it's like you're talking about South by Southwest, and you're like, hey, you should go South by Southwest, and someone says, wasn't that expensive? And I go, well, that's that's why you get a hotel room with friends. And then you go, well, how many beds were in that hotel room with friends? And you go. Well, I mean, that's complicated. They were big beds, but we were two <laughs> men to each bed. It, we were in a good spot. I was at props to you, by the way, for getting a really good hotel room because it yeah, was it was walking distance. distance yeah. from, from was that downtown. this was that this year? Or? Yeah, we were we were at like like ten minute walk from the Jackalope. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. But in 20 years from now, you want to say that you are working your nine to five job the same week of South by Southwest 2020 instead of saying you were there. I want to, I want to say that I quit. (laughs) I want to say I quit my day job because that really is, that's not even like remote. I mean, but in 20 years when you're talking about like the things you did for, for music and you want to say you skipped South by Southwest 2020 because you needed to work. I'm just checking. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be the reason. It'd it'd be because I I booked a tour somewhere else at the same time. (laughs) Let me let me let me just dissect what Stefan's asking. Do you feel really bad about yourself or super bad about yourself? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. That's that's what the question is. I'm not going to win this. No, you're not, Stefan. You're you know. I just thought about it, and you're right. What am I thinking? (laughs) There you go. Right. He doesn't want to that. share a bed with anyone else. I know that's what it is. Let's be real. I mean, that is part of it. You're 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 you're. uh, you're good at not cuddling me. Yeah. Yeah, mostly. That's the quote for this episode. You're good at not cuddling me. Yeah. You've just found it. <laughs> um, you want to hear it in the morning? Did we play it? I don't know. The record? I don't think we played the studio version. I don't think yet. we played Go it. Go for it. Yeah. There's context. That's what it's going to be. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.